0: hello there thanks for joining me on the podcast today where are we going what's going on in this world today What are the emotional experiences that we are living with and dealing with and trying to control and trying to overcome? Today's topic is an interesting one. How to cope with where we are and with what we're dealing with. You know, the other day I read an article that was published today for the local newspaper entitled Zoom Education. And in that article, I expressed the point of view that Zoom education is here to stay. Whether we like it or not, whether our kids like it or not, whether our teachers like it or not, it's here to stay. Now, it will take its various forms and shape over time. Some kids will live on Zoom considerably. Majority of their time in education will be by Zoom. Others will be a minimal amount or a small amount or a moderate amount. So we'll balance it half and half in various aspects of Zoom education. Teachers will learn to do it better. They'll learn the technology. They'll learn the systems. They'll learn how to teach. It's like teaching on television. You know, they'll learn that. They'll be. They'll learn to be less shy, less camera shy, less public speaking shy. They'll be more willing to deal with parents and talk with parents and people who are listening in and have questions and interact with them. It'll open the doors of education to the world. It'll open the doors of education to parents, to the home. It will bring parents and teachers together in a way that is not the case currently. Anyway, I went on and discussed Zoom education, and today I want to just kind of pick up on that general theme and say to, some, to many, this COVID issue is here to stay. The pandemic that we are now experiencing is here to say. Now, this is the case for flu. You know, that came to us many years ago and it's still with us. And we've learned to live with it. We've learned to take the vaccine and we've learned to somehow protect ourselves during certain seasons of the year and be a little bit more careful. And we've learned to live with that. We didn't at first. We didn't like it at first. But we've learned the system and we've learned how to deal with it and learn how to incorporate a lifestyle that protects us from germs of various kinds. And we've done it over the years. Well, here we are once again with a pandemic and with a different virus and a different kind of a germ, if you will, that we don't understand. We don't like. We don't really understand it. We haven't understand it. We're learning to understand it. We're learning to deal with it. We're learning to cope with it. We're learning to control it. And we're learning to protect ourselves. Been a learning experience since last January. And the learning today that we are experiencing is much better and greater than the learning we had during January and February. Whether we were on a slow uptick or uptick or not is debatable. The point is that in the early stages in January and February, no one knew anything about this virus and we had to learn it. And for some, they learned it pretty quickly. Others learned it slowly. And now here we are dealing with it and living with it. And my point is that we are going to live with it. And Hopefully, we'll live with it better. Hopefully, we'll control a large portion of it, but we'll still have it among us. Now, recently in my clinical practice as a psychologist, I've had several people, not a lot, but I've had several people come in that I've seen before, sometimes years ago and sometimes most recently, and just kind of explain how they've been feeling. And you get this sense that they're just ill at ease. They're uncomfortable. They're restless. They're agitated. They're irritable. They're uncomfortable. They're worried, more anxiety, somewhat depressed, somewhat isolated. And what's that all about is the question. Well, to some degree, this is about what our life has become since January. We've had to isolate. That's not good. It creates depression. We've had to listen to the news of all the people that tell how bad and how ugly this virus is. And how it's going to hurt us and get us and, and, and create a new future, a bad future, an evil future. Well, that creates anxiety. We've had people kind of tell us the story about how people have died and how people have experienced illness and bad health because of this virus. And that, of course, creates a sense of somatic concern or worry, you know, that we're going to be experiencing all kinds of illnesses. And if you get a cold, people think, oh, I'm getting the virus or you experience a headache, oh, I'm getting the right. So people are kind of overreacting to their physical symptoms, where in the past, that would have just been processed and dealt with over the course of a day or two, and people move on in their lives. So we are in a situation now where we have to learn how to cope with it. We have to learn how to deal with something that is among us. You know, We learn how to deal with people who are among us that we don't like. We have to learn how to deal with situations that we have to deal with that we don't like, but we have to learn, and we do learn, and we do it better over time. So it's kind of like the idea, calm down, relax, deal with this in a logical, intelligent uh, manner that will just put life into perspective for you and help you live your life comfortably. Now, what are some of the symptoms? What are some of the signs that we're seeing or that we're hearing about or that I'm hearing in my office You know, from people at this point in time in their life, what are some of the difficulties that they're experiencing that kind of causes them to be anxious and cause them to be concerned and worried about their own health and about their future? Well, anytime we go through a disaster, anytime we go through a large-scale problem of some kind, certainly a national problem, it creates certain kind of emotions within us and states of mind within us. So, what are those? What are some of the symptoms that are symptoms not of illness or not of, of emotional distress of any kind, but just irritability, just restlessness, just kind of the uncalming of our bodies and of our mind? Are you having difficulty concentrating? Okay, that's an issue. Watching television, reading a book, reading an article, talking to people, being in a social situation, following a lecture, Following a sermon on Sunday? Are you having trouble concentrating? Well, that might be just what we're dealing with. That might be just part of the situation we're dealing with. Are you increasing your use of drugs? Taking more tobacco, more alcohol, other drugs. Have you increased your drug use? It's bad to have those kind of drug behaviors but if you're increasing them that's even worse so are you showing a greater dependence on a drug or drugs to get through the everyday, or you get through situations and are you kind of over relying on the external support of a drug rather than on your own creativity and your own internal strength that's a question here's another question are you short-tempered are you more angry are you more irritable are you more restless? Are you more agitated? Are you taking this out on other people? Are you being more impatient with others? Are you being more critical of others? Are you being more uh, just agitated generally and to be around you is more uncomfortable for other people? They're going to avoid you. You're just not pleasant to be around. You're just not a happy person. The joy is going out of you. Well, those are signs. Those are symptoms. And maybe you're going through something just temporarily. Relax. Calm down, get a hold of this thing. Don't let those things prevail. Take over your life. Here's another question. Are you physically showing more aches and pain? Are you showing more bodily headaches of some kind? Neck aches, headaches, eye ache, jaw aches. Are you clenching? Are you grinding your teeth? You know you're holding your muscles tense. Your upper body, your chest, your shoulders, your upper arms, are they showing more tension? Are you having stomach problems? Are you having itches and rashes? I mean, those are signs of of anxiety. Those are signs of fear. Those are signs of depression. Those are signs that something's going on inside of you that's manifesting itself physically. You see, for all of us, we all respond to stress differently. Some of us are what we call heart responders. They get a heart problem. They get more heart rate increase. They get more blood pressure increase. They get more chest pain. Not because they have a heart problem, but they respond to stress through variations in heart functions and heart behavior. Other of us are what we call moisture responders. Their skin of their hands become more moist. They sweat more. They show more general moisture in their body. That's how they express stress. That's how they reflect the stress that they're in. So that physical sense of moisture is just not an illness and not a disease, but it's how you express your stress and reflect your stress. So Some people do that. Some people respond with sweat and heart, but others are one or the other. Others are muscular responders. You know, it is under stress, they tense their muscles, the muscles of the shoulders, the muscles of the neck, the muscles of the forehead, the muscles of the jaw. And of course, those usually result in headaches and neck aches and back aches and shoulder aches and those kind of things. So under stress, there are what we call muscular responders. Just respond by tensing up the body. And when you tense up the body, you're going to have pain. You're going to have some kind of reflection of that tension, the discomfort in the body. So that's how some people respond. Some people respond by one, two, or three of these different ways. If somebody responds in all of those ways, they're really in trouble and really are going to have to be treated in a lot of different kind of ways to get that under control. But usually if somebody responds one way, they're the heart responder, they're sweat responders, they muscular responders. Other people respond by what we call mental agitation, mental irritability. In other words, they can't concentrate, they're hyperactive, they're nervous, and they forget, and they can't get a thought uh, well-organized and say it, and they become very distressed in their expressions of words and sentences and paragraphs and thoughts. So they become mentally tense, and mentally withheld, and mentally uptight. You see, people respond in different ways to stress, but the physical manifestations of stress are there for almost everybody but just different patterns. So whatever your pattern is, look at it as not something that is wrong with you medically, perhaps, but just something that is stressful in your life, and that's how you reflect that stress. So if you seek out medical uh, opinion and medical advice and medical evaluation, keep that in mind that this may be not a medical problem just a stress problem that's being manifest, being shown, being exhibited through your muscular system or through your heart system or through your mental system or, you know, whatever. So just, and then deal with it. Calm it down, just relax, bring it under control. Life will move on and we'll be okay. But remember, in the same way that Zoom education is here to stay and we're going to be dealing with it, so is the virus. So is this pandemic, not to the degree to which it is currently, we'll get under control. We'll bring it down, but it will be there for us to deal with and maybe be a little bit of fearful of and be a little frightful, you know, about. You know, some people just respond to stress, unfortunately, by eating. Some drink it out, some smoke it out, but some eat it out. In other words, they gain weight. They're eating all the time. They're eating sugars. They're eating things that kind of give an arousal So obviously they gain weight. You get maybe more energy. You know, they have fluctuating appetite. Sometimes you get stuffed and you overeat. And then other times you undereat. So eating behavior is also a way of reflecting your stress levels. So if you're seeing changes in your eating patterns just might be the stress levels that you're feeling because of the uncertainty of the world today and the changes that are taking place in our world, such as the pandemic. However, you have to say this, watch it now over the next week because we're facing the election and there is a lot of anxiety regarding this particular election. There's a lot of fear mongering related to this particular election. There's a lot of stuff being said that it's probably not even true at all, but this being said regarding this election. People are fearful of the outcome, that if one person wins, what the world will be like. If another person wins, what the world will be like. Be careful that you don't buy into that. Calm calm it down. Just relax it. Understand that this is a process, that this is what takes place in an intense competition. Whether it's a competition over an election for presidency, or it's a competition over the appointment of a Supreme Court justice, or it's the competition of two great football teams, or whatever. There's always these times of great irritability and agitation and arousal and strain and stress under these very competitive events in our world. And today we are facing a very competitive event in our world. So that might just be the basis of why you feel the way you feel. But, okay, if you're having trouble... If you're having trouble controlling it, talk to your psychologist. If you saw a psychologist years ago, go back and see that person and just kind of have a refresher. Bring it under perspective. If you haven't seen a psychologist ever, boy, get yourself an appointment. Just kind of express your state of mind, if you will, your state of feelings and health, and just get some perspective on it. Maybe a section or two or three just is all you need to get things under control. Don't just sit there and suffer. Don't sit there and suffer in silence. Suffer in a manner that will be constructive. It will be helpful. It will bring you into a place where you can be a productive person in spite of what's going on in the world and what's going on around you. Anyway, nice day to have you with me today and um, calm down and take it easy. Not as bad as you might think it is, it might be bad, but try to keep it in perspective. Take care of yourself, get your sleep, eat well, talk, don't isolate, get out with people, socialize, walk, exercise, be physical. Be active. Cope with the stresses that you're dealing with. Don't avoid them and don't ignore them. Bye for now.